Hey there, lovely souls. I'm your host, Allison Toth, and I want to give you a warm welcome to Wishing You Wellness, the podcast where mental health meets spirituality. When it comes to rock bottom, I've been there more than once, and I know what it's like to wake up daily to mental health struggles. On this podcast, I share insight and stories to help motivate and inspire you and to help you feel less alone in this. In Wishing You Wellness, we talk inner child healing, mindset shifts, radical self-love, the art of intentional living, and so much more. Think of me as your mental wellness bestie. If you're ready to step into your power and change your life, just hit play. Welcome back, all of you beautiful people, and thank you so much for tuning into another week of Wishing You Wellness. If you're new here, hello, much love to you. If you've been here since day one, welcome back, fam. I love you so much. I appreciate you so, so much. I don't want to waste a second of time today doing the little build-up thing I normally do because I'm just too excited about the guest I have today. <laughs> today in our little makeshift studio, I have the lovely Shy Fan. You may remember her as a runner-up from America's Next Top Model. But what you may not know is since then, she has been killing the goddamn game, okay? She's an artist, she's an advocate, boss bitch, and the visionary behind Panda Nation. Shai, welcome to Wishing You Wellness. And I'd love to just open up some space for you to share a little bit about who you are, where you're from, and what just lights your soul on fire. Hey, well, thank you, Allison. Like, I'm so happy to be here. That was a great introduction. (laughs) Um, So, yes, shy fan here. Um, I'm an artist. I work um, in the cannabis industry. I do a lot for dispensaries and then also local businesses. And then I also do a lot of custom self-portraits for people. Um, Either it's for, like, their loved ones, it's for loved ones that might have passed away, or it's just something that they want to represent themselves, which is really cool because I get to kind of put like a, their personal story into a painting. So those are a lot of fun. And I really enjoy doing those. Yeah, I've just been traveling this summer, you know, just kind of getting out and, you know, kind of seeing different perspectives on culture, on food, on just how people think, you know, and just, I don't know, it's just been really amazing to connect with so many different types of people. Yeah, I don't, I'm just enjoying yes. being here and I'm just kind of on this little journey of mine. And it's kind of, it's a weird kind of feeling because I mean, some, some of y'all know, like I've recently gone through a breakup. So, which has been really hard, but it's like, it was much needed and I'm like very happy, but I'm also like still hurting and, but I'm like healing and I'm like figuring things out. So it's, mm. um, I feel like I've kind of been there a little for the journey, like through Instagram, I just see you making like art and like using that as like coping. And so that was one thing I really wanted to talk about today was art as a therapy strategy, because when I was in this intensive outpatient program a while back, we did like a very small touch of art therapy. Like they put on some music and then they were just like, create whatever comes up. And like, it was so therapeutic for me. And I was like, wow, I should be doing this more. So like, what's your experience been with that? So in the past, I used to paint more like to like just kind of express what I've gone through. But here lately, I've been writing a lot more, doing like poetry, even doing like short kind of stories of just the experiences I've gone through. And I think that's helped just like release a lot and especially release a lot of anger. Um, I have anger issues and I'm trying to understand those because I'm such a cool person and I just love getting along with people and I, I, you know, I just love it. But it's like when I get to a point, it's like I kind of just explode. Bam. You know? (laughs) And it's like, 
it's a little scary. So um, that has helped to where, you know, learning my emotions, learning how to um, control my reaction. So I'm like, let me write it down. Let me reread it. Let me kind of figure out how I feel, where I'm at before I just explode on someone, you Mm -hmm. know? So that in its own has been very um, helpful, but just kind of learning myself. And then also I feel like when I write, it's, it's a different part of me writing. So when I go back and reread it, I'm like, okay, you, you speak in some wisdom right here. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's almost like you're, you're giving therapy to yourself (laughs) for the first time ever. I'm taking my own advice. (laughs) Like when you look back on it, like it is, I feel like everyone, it's really hard to listen to yourself because you kind of don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, wait, you know, this is me. Like I'm saying this, like no one's like really kind of telling me what to do. And so sometimes it's hard to just follow and like trust yourself. But I have had plenty of lessons. And even when I go back and read or go back to my paintings or my stories, I'm just like, I was right. Mm, like, yeah. stop being so whoreheaded. Stop being on that. And <laughs> I think it's beautiful how you have like a lot of different facets going for this journey to healing your trauma and self-discovery because you've got the stuff going with the poetry and the writing and you're also doing the solo travel thing. And that, I mean, I only did that for a little while in college, but that was hugely transformative to me. And I saw that you were in Asia. And so I'm curious about where all you went because I've only been to Taiwan over there. But it was by far the best place that I have ever been. And so I've been dying to go back to Asia. And I see you just globetrotting. So where have you been? (laughs) Well, so this past trip, we were just in Thailand, but we went everywhere. We were like in the north. We're like in the middle. We're in the south. We went to the islands. Like because my friend that went with us, Mary Lane, she used to teach over there. So she kind of, you know, she knows the local locals. Like we went to like the schools, like she knows the hostels because she's very about kind of like balling on a budget you know what I'm saying like it's still gonna be fun but we we making it work you know what I'm but we're gonna be smart about it <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah so we were just everywhere in Thailand I do plan on going to Vietnam next year so that's kind of so I'm half Vietnamese okay. but I didn't I didn't really grow up with the Asian side of my family so it's kind of I'm like I kind of want to get in touch with you know my roots a little bit I've always wanted to do that, like go back to where your ancestors are from and just stand mm-hmm. in that space because I feel like that has to be such an energetic high. Yeah, like you feel it. Because I mean, every like Asian, because I went to Korea, you know, for top model and then just going to Thailand, like I just feel connected to like that Asian culture. And I think mm-hmm. it's like, since I didn't grow up with it, it's like, well, I mean, I love the Korean culture, but I love the Thailand culture, but it's like, just give me all the Asians. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's beautiful that it's never too late for you to have that culture. Like just because you didn't grow up with it doesn't mean that now you're like on the outside of it, you can still kind of like angle yourself towards it slowly. And I think that's beautiful. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about on this topic is so this is something I've wanted to get into with somebody, but I haven't known who. And like, I feel like you're the person. So travel, <laughs> there are mental health benefits and negatives to travel, especially long-term travel. Yes. Yes. Um, as far as like the mental health benefits, I think it's, well, for me, it's just great to get out of a place, especially like if you're feeling like stuck or depressed or like, you know, uninspired and just like, you know, being in Oklahoma is great, but it's still it's still missing something. So just being able to leave and like I said, just kind of get a fresh perspective on just something totally different. 
mm-hmm. and like enter into like this whole world that you have nothing you don't know about, you don't know the language, you don't know how they operate their customs. So, I mean, I love it. I think it's just amazing because we got to be part of like the Bangkok experience, the city experience. And then we also went to the islands and the islands was my favorite because just like the bungalow we stayed in was like 20 feet from the ocean and just like waking up and there's just like animals. Like I have, I've made like a little cat friend, you know, I would love that. Yeah. Like just like being like just in a good space and everyone's so happy over Mm -hmm. there to Thailand. Like they love Americans and they're just so nice and they want to help you with everything. And it's just, it's just like, yeah, I love this, you know? Yes. I think the people you meet along the way are such a benefit. And I feel like travel for me is like 95% incredible for my mental health. And then the 5% when it's not is when I'm traveling extensively for like three or four or five months and I don't take care of myself and like, that'll catch you. Yeah. Cause that, I mean, it's always nice to come home. You know what I'm saying? It's always nice to like be in your bed, you know, just kind of be around just like in your own space. Cause like, yeah, Mm. when you travel for a long time, you're hopping from hotel to hotel, you sleeping in different beds, like, ah, this pillow don't, I don't yeah. support my neck. Right? It's not the same. Like it doesn't yeah. have the same feather count. Okay. Um, yeah. I just moved back actually from Death Valley National Park. My partner and I were out there living and we had to share this teeny tiny little dorm room because it was free employee housing. And after four months, I was like, I'm going to go crazy. I need a closet. Yeah. I need my own space. Like I love you to death, but I cannot operate without my own space. I've got to have me time and creativity time and like separation. <laughs> Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's great to travel and, you know, kind of experience, you know, living in a tiny spot, you know, space because it, it, it teaches you, you know, problem solving. It teaches you how to adapt to certain environments. But yeah, after, you know, mm-hmm. a month, you're just like, bruh, like, ah, get uh, away. <laughs> yeah, and it was 105 degrees at the end of March one day. And I was like, this is not going to fly because it's going to be 135 by July. And so we ended up moving home because there was no hospitals. And I was also like, yeah, 140 if I have a stroke. (laughs) 140? Yeah, it gets to be 136 in Furnace Creek. No, no. And it's like, I'm a desert girl. I'm a desert dweller. I love it hot. But that kind of heat is like the dangerous kind. Like, that's not my vibe. Yeah. Like, that's like, you you can't go outside. Yeah. That's like, can't leave your house or you'll melt vibe. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So uh, another thing that I had, I have three listener questions for you. And I think it would be really fun to read them. Okay. Yeah. I I put a little like box on my Instagram, my regular one. And I was like, hey guys, Shai's coming on. What do you want to know? So. Here are the questions. First one is from Elizabeth. Shy, your makeover on America's Next Top Model was one of the most dope looks I've ever seen. Would you ever rock it again? As far as going back to like the panda, the half white, half black, I absolutely loved it. Like I was so excited to like know that was like my makeover because I mean, I've just 101 Dalmatians, Corella DeVille, bad bitch. Yes, you know. Girl, but- in the Betsy Johnson fashion show, I was floored. So I was fucking floored. I was like, look at her, the way you walked in your little like shag thing. I was like, oh my gosh, a queen. I'm like, listen. <laughs> listen, girl. But as far as going back and doing it again, I don't think I will just because it's such a hard keep up and it's so hard on your hair because like so this is like my natural color. 
But to go like that blonde and like how fast I went that blonde, it just, it fried my hair so bad. Mm. And my hair grows pretty fast. So it's like every six weeks I'm having to get my roots done, like having to get touch-ups and it's like, gets expensive and it's just so harsh on the hair. So right. I mean, I might buy, buy a wig, you know what I'm saying? And rock it like that. Yeah. That's the move to do. And like, didn't you have an eyebrow dyed too? So did you have to like keep dyeing the brow? I don't know why they did the eyebrow. I thought that was so (laughs) stupid. (laughs) It's one of those things you look back on and you're like, come on, not the eyebrow. Why the eyebrow? Like, why? They were like, it's not complete without it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I have another question. This is from Brooke. She says, hi, Shy. Loved you on America's Next Top Model. Is modeling still a passion for you or do you ever do it on the side? So I don't model full time anymore. I kind of just do it for projects now of just like my own projects or like kind of working with homies. But I do like with some projects coming up of just like kind of building more of my self-confidence and like kind of like learning, relearning my body because I'm, you know, I'm in my 30s now. So bodies change, we grow and it's I think it's very important um, to do like nude photo shoots. Like those are one of my favorite things to do is like the nude, the implies because you're not covered with all this extra stuff. So yeah. it, it really kind of like, this is me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you, it gives you that appreciation of like, this is my body. Like I appreciate my body. Like I know how to move and like, you know, I can create this beautiful art from just me. I'm so, a canvas. I love that. Yeah. I'm a canvas. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Have you ever modeled uh, for like live action nude modeling? Because I've always wanted to do that. I have. I have. I did it in New York. Uh, my friend threw these like sketch parties. And like, so I was the model. You know, I didn't do it just because like, oh, like I want to be naked in front of people. It was more of like, it was like kind of like a little training session, like let me learn poses to where I'm not like really exposed to myself. But it's mm-hmm. also like, you know, I'm still like showing enough, like you can yeah. still see the forms and like, so, and then it also is kind of like a workout because there's a point where you have to sit in a pose for like 20 minutes. So Ooh, it's like learning to like your abs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my abs just hurt thinking about that because I don't yeah. have any. <laughs> yeah, it's actually it's it's a lot of fun, but it is it builds that kind of confidence because it is a little intimidating. Like it's like 20 people and you're literally just like, all right, naked. <laughs> take your clothes off. I, I was thinking as you said that I was like, is it bad that I do just want to get naked? I do just want to like lay on yes. the floor in a pose and be like, paint me like one of your French women. Like, I just think it'd be such a cool experience to just like, just for the one time, you know? Yeah. I (laughs) think everyone should honestly experience that. Like do a nude shoot or do like a nude painting or just be nude in your house. Because I feel like with society, it's like looked down upon, but it's like, Mm. these are our bodies. Like everyone wants to like hide or change or, you know, inject shit but it's like just be comfortable because nobody is the same you know what i'm saying we shame we just shame 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 the differences and it's like nah we should just be you just do you yeah yeah just just, (laughs) just do you okay so i have one more from a listener and this is actually funny because i was gonna ask you this myself she said keeping (laughs) up your individuality in a world where the norm is not how can you keep it real 
I mean, I think it's very hard, but like I've all I've never really been like like I don't have an addictive personality. So even like when it came to like drinking or smoking or drugs, it was like it was always like my choice of like I want to do that. Um my mom is a very strong woman. She's a single mother. She raised all of us kids, you know what I'm saying? Um she didn't really have any help. So I think just like seeing that too, it's like if she can do that, like I can just be me. Mm-hmm. And I've just always had to express myself. Like I've never wanted to really be anyone else. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like I have people was like, yes, they inspire me and I'm like, go girl, oh. like do your thing, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But it's like it's like I don't like copying and maybe that's the artist and like Salvador Dali is like one of, you know, my favorite artists and just like how he is just so himself and weird and like how I have to tell you something I have to tell you something so funny so (laughs) I babysat a dog last week and his name was Salvador Doggy and he had these big (laughs) long ears and he looked like the painting of the clocks like he looked just like the clocks Salvador Doggy I'll I'll send you his Instagram because he has an Instagram and he is just like the best thing when I met him they were like doesn't he look like a dolly painting and I was like yeah honestly he does (laughs) I love it I love it and yeah I just I think it's just important, like, because I've even had people, like, hang out with my friend group, and, like, she was kind of silent, and I was like, girl, you good? She's like, yeah, she's like, I've just never been around real friends, and, like, when she said that, I was like, damn, like, I felt bad, because I was like, you know, I really cherish my friendships, because we are very, all very much, like, big personalities, and we all kind of do our own thing, but we all you know, we kind of keep each other accountable, put each other in check and be like, girl, like, probably shouldn't do that. Like that came off rude or like, you know, like, that's not cute. We're not going to wear that. And I think it's just knowing that it's like, it's okay to be honest, but it's also how you um, go about it. The delivery, the delivery. (laughs) But you're so right, though. It's like a good friend is going to be like, oh, yeah, like, that's fine. Texture X. A great friend is going to be like, bitch, give me the damn phone. We ain't doing this tonight. (laughs) We ain't doing this. We did this last Thursday. We ain't got time for this. Yeah, yeah. And accountability is huge, especially I'm nearing 25. I'm turning 25 in a couple months. And I'm finding that (laughs) as I hit my mid 20s, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I need friends who are on the same path as me. Like, I can get along with everyone around me. But the people that I spend the majority of my time with really do need to be people with similar, like, trajectories and goals and just aspirations. And it needs to be dreamers and people who, like, keep it real. And, like, it's almost like you get a little bit more picky about your friends as you get older. Yeah. You're like, I love oh, everybody, sure. but the people who get my energy, that's got to be limited access. There's levels to this shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's levels. We got the but. postman, and then we got the lady who gives me my Brazilian wax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me and Harvey have a sub-conversation. Like, okay, girl. <laughs> she knows more about me than my family, you know? <laughs> right? <laughs> When I, was in, when I was living in New Jersey, don't ask me why I was living in New Jersey. I don't know either. Um, I went and I got a Brazilian done and they brought me like champagne before it. And I was like, oh, well, this is like going to soften the blow. It's like putting yeah. a little Band-Aid on a stab wound. Thank I love you. it. Thank Can you. Can I get another one? Can, Can get you one? get the bottle, please? 
Yeah, just just bring it on. Just tap the keg, you know. (laughs) So, okay, you had brought up something. You had brought up not having an addictive personality, which brought up something I wanted to bring up. So I'm sure that, yeah, you definitely know because we're friends on social media that I'm a recovering addict. I'm like something like seven months clean with a relapse or two in the middle. Yes, but I thought this is like vulnerable moment here. Um, my partner reminded me of this two days ago. He was like, look at this video on my phone. And he shows me this video and it's me in bed, like all messed up on the pills. And I'm watching America's next top model. And I'm watching your, yeah, I'm watching your fucking season. And he was talking to me and he was like, remember you used to always be like, look at that girl on the runway. Like she's got spark. She's alive. Like I'm going to get back to that point. And then I was like, Oh my gosh. Now two years later, here I am sober and sitting here talking with the person that I looked up to on TV during my addiction. I was like, how beautiful is that? Uh, that's incredible. It's like, it is. It's all like you manifested it. You know what I'm saying? You pulled yourself out of that shit and your energy and we fucking connected, girl. Dude, we did. As soon it. as I saw your page, I was like, oh, and then I started stalking Panda Nation, which brings me to, <laughs> would you like to tell the listeners a little bit about Panda Nation? Because I think they need to know. So yeah, Panda Nation, I'm starting to bring it back slowly. I kind of fell off of it a little bit, but so Panda Nation kind of came about right before Top Model, um, just because I was like, I knew I was going on TV and like, yes, I love modeling and I love being in that, but I also want people to know me as an artist because that's, you know, that's my first love. Like, that's who I am. Like, I am an artist. So I just came up with this character you know, the panda skeleton and each of them kind of represents like unity and kind of threatens you with a good message. You know, they smoke weed, like they, you know, they down for the ride, but they all have their own like backstory. You know, they all come from, you know, from the dirt or they come from a fucking dynasty, but we Mm -hmm. in it together. And, you know, pandas are just a universal, I feel like, just something you can love. Everyone loves pandas. Everybody loves pandas. Who yeah. hates pandas? <laughs> I know. So, yeah, Panda Nation is, is, is like a big family. And it's mm-hmm. just kind of bringing all cultures together, all types of people together. And just like knowing like you are you. Like you're very individual. Like you have like your own shit about you. You know what I'm saying? Like no one else can be you. <sighs> And, and I think, sticking yeah. true to yourself and the yeah. individuality and in that. I feel like that's your whole, like, to sum you up in one word, I feel like individual. Like, you do yeah. your own thing. You march to the beat of your own drum. And I admire that so much because, like, one thing I've been overcoming is just growing up with codependency issues because I grew up with a family that really babied me. And at the time, that was great. But then I turned, like, 22 and couldn't, like, cook a grilled cheese. And I was like, oh, I'm fucked. And so (laughs) I've had to, like, teach myself how to do a lot of things and, like, really start figuring things out. And I watch your stories. And you were just always doing something. Like, you're nourishing your hobbies. You're, like, tending to your soul. And, like, that's something I really want to start, like, taking super seriously. I bought one of those LED hula hoops. And I've been, like, dancing and spinning with it. And that shit's fun. It's yes. fun. I bought it for raves yeah. and I was like, I can still just like bring this out to the bar and see if anybody whatever. Wants, to <laughs> who wants to see my tricks. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Like, you just have to. And it's just figuring out yourself, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one's perfect. Like, everyone has trauma of some sort. Like, no one is better than another person. And I think that's why, like, Panda Nation, too, is like, we're all fucking weirdos. We're all creatives, but we all like, I have like these beautiful souls and we connect Mm -hmm. and we get it. And 
We're here to like uplift people and not be like, well, I introduced you to her. So da da da, da you need to go through me before you get like, you know, claim and yeah. credit. It's like, There's no, no gatekeeping <laughs> at all. No. We don't gatekeep. We don't do that. We allow everybody in. Yes. And I can speak on the validity of that because the first time I ever messaged you, you responded and you were like, thanks, Panda. And I was like, oh. I was like, my heart just got so warm. I was like, that was so endearing. Why did I love that Panda? Yes, yeah. <laughs> they're warm, they're that. fuzzy. Okay, Bye. so before we hop off here, I was going to ask if you had any questions for me that you can think of. And if you can't think of any, there is no pressure. I always just throw that at people. Yeah, I just want to know, like, you know, what's your next, like, project? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're doing this podcast. I always see you doing something creative and, you know, in the mountains or whatever. So, mm-hmm. so I think I think up next for me is really just – focusing in on the growth of my podcast because eventually I want to start writing like books and blogging full-time, start a YouTube channel. And I just want to become like a full-time creator so that I can live not necessarily on the road because I've learned that's exhausting, but live near a beach and like be able to travel whenever I want and not have to have office hours and just like, yeah. Yes. Yes. I love that because I can personally say like, just working for yourself, like it is hard. Like you have to be very disciplined. And I still have to get onto myself and be like, bitch, go to work. Like get this done. Like we have to, you know, I'm put like, the oh. joint down, put yeah. the donut down, whatever it is. <laughs> but it is, it's a lot of fun when you're able to just like, I earn this money. Like I earn this vacation. I can go and enjoy and take the time that I need and just kind of, yeah, just bring it all in and then you bring it back into your projects too. Yeah, and I love that mindset mm-hmm. of I earned this, I deserved this because when you go into a vacation with that mindset, you're more, I feel like, prone to enjoying yourself and like actually oh, sure. actually sinking into the experience and not just kind of like, I don't know, I've been on a couple trips where I was just kind of like on the outside looking in, like I was in my phone too much, I was just not really tuned in. And then the mm-hmm. ones where I was fully present, like when I was in Denmark for Christmas, I can still smell the roasted almonds. I can still like see the Christmas trees because I was so, so present. And so I'm like, yeah. from now on when I travel, that phone needs to stay in my bag if I'm not taking pictures. I know. And that it is hard because it's like you want to take pictures, but then you're like, ah, get away from me. Like, let me. I want to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because it's not as beautiful through the screen of a phone. I always go and see Coldplay Live. I don't know if you've seen their shows, but it's crazy. Yeah. It's like fireworks, balloons, like all this crazy Uh, shit, bracelets that change colors with the music and like go off. Like, so people are always taking videos, but I'm like, the whole concert though? I'm like, that ain't it. No, be in it. Be, be in, it. in it. Be in the middle of the tsunami, the middle of the hurricane. I love it. Yes. Well, I am all set on questions, and I love that you asked me one, so thank you so much. And yes. I just wanted to really, really thank you again for taking time to come on here and just share some of your wisdom with us. And, yeah, it would be amazing to have you back on one day. Yeah, for sure. I love it. And just, I mean, all the luck to your journey. I think you did a beautiful job. and. I don't know. Just made my day. Oh, <laughs> you made mine too. I'm literally like sitting here. My armpits are sweaty, but in the good way, like the happy way. <laughs> okay, good. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. This has been real. This has been Allison and Shy. This has been wishing you wellness. Bye, Candace. <laughs>